Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Are you ready? Yes. No, babe, are you ready? Do you know what a cassette is? Play it. Don't you want to hear what's next? I don't hear any music. I made that tape special for today. So, music? A show where we basically create a mixtape for you, like we did in the 90s. I just, I thought this tape was going to be a conversation stimulator. Cassette, cassette, cassette. Welcome to the mixtape. Every week we are serving up an hour-long mixtape. 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 90.3 KRNU, welcome to the mixtape. We are doing a... Covers Mega Mix this summer, so several weeks now. What is this, week four? I think so. Week four of the Covers Mega Mix, and we started with 90s country covers, then we did two weeks of metal covers, because, I mean, sorry about it. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. But this week, we are with my husband, Dan Richter, because we are talking about jam band covers. But you know what? Here's the thing. Jam bands may not be my thing, but I love covers, and I think covers are a nice gateway drug into sure. any kind of music. Exactly. Who among us? Cannot enjoy a cover by, I don't know, Mo. What are you playing today? <laughs> Do I know what you're playing today? I don't know. I sent you a list and I'm ah. guessing, you know, we're going to find out about it. Much like jam bands, we're going to improvise as we go here. Ow. So we're really following the ethos of the jam band right. environment here. Did you bring me a burrito? <laughs> a sketchy parking lot burrito? I did not. I know you don't follow the jam band scene very I closely, I don't. but covers are a huge part of the jam band scene. So I would be shocked if I went to a jam band show and didn't hear a couple covers. Really? The covers are a big part of the show. In fact, you know, some of the best covers I've heard are, are all from jam bands, which is why I wanted to do this list. A big part of this also is that a jam band party don't stop, right? They don't, exactly. they just like keep one song rolling into the next. So covers mm -hmm. might be a good bridge between right. songs. Sure. And you know, you want to keep the crowd engaged and dancing and who doesn't like to hear songs that they know. I so love yeah, that sort of trot thing. Trot them out. Trot them out. Okay. So what's the first cover we're doing? First one is Travel and Light by Widespread Panic, originally by J.J. Kale, who a lot of folks may not know, but very uh, tasty Southern guitar player. Played with Eric Clapton a lot. Uh, in fact, they released a album back in the 2000s. Travel and Light is a very popular widespread song. I mean, they uh, I didn't even know it was a cover the first several dozen times I heard it probably. <laughs> Um, and the song Travel and Light is about, you know, being out on the road and stuff like that. So it, it, in some ways it's a touring song, but that's obviously a big thing for jam bands. So Travel and Light. This is Widespread Panic on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
93.3 KRNU. That was Mo. Big country in a big country. Big country. Hey. Who doesn't love it? Bagpipes. (laughs) No, they actually do it with guitars, but it really captures that feeling of the bagpipes. So you you get that feeling of it. And And their version is pretty true to the original. It's actually a studio cut on their album Dither, which came out in the uh, early 2000s. Um, and Mo is stylized with a period at the end. Am yes, I correct? All lowercase with the period at the end. Mm-hmm. That, that's their branding. Okay. Iconic. Classic Mo. Let's get right to it. Let's talk about the Grateful Dead, right? Okay. Let's uh, talk about the Grateful Dead. You know, they ultimate jam band, so to speak. Famous for even folks who don't know jam band music you've heard the grateful dead you've seen their stickers sure speaking of iconic logos and and isn't it kind of funny these you know counterculture bands were so great at branding weren't they yeah (laughs) yeah but the grateful dead and the song i'm gonna play is johnny be good and if you listen to the grateful dead at all you find that you know they really had a reverence for a lot of that music from the 60s and that's where they came up they took it a whole different direction out way into left field and got really experimental but they were really grounded in that blues and folky Americana music and so you can find all sorts of these covers that they did I mean Elvis Janis Joplin Otis Redding you and I have talked about this um, that people talk about Fish and the Grateful Dead in the same sort of conversation because they're both enormous bands with huge Mm -hmm. cult followings that did a trazillion shows but musically they aren't that similar I don't think so the Dead really came from that blues Americana scene and Fish, while they at times pay homage to that, they're so much more a funk and kind of experimental, I hesitate to say a post-punk kind of thing, but they clearly grew up in the 70s and 80s. They've heard all those bands and are influenced by those a lot more than, you know, say... A, than Johnny Be Good. Than Johnny Be Good, right. I, I won't say that Fish has never covered Johnny Be Good. <laughs> Because they've covered an awful lot of songs, but I'd be a little more surprised to hear them doing it than The Grateful Dead. Got it. Okay, here's Johnny Be Good. It's The Grateful Dead, a cover on the mixtape Jam Band Covers. Jam Band Covers. On 90.3 KRNU.
90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the mixtape, part of the mixtape mega mix. We're doing covers every week. So we did a couple weeks of metal covers. Um, we did a 90s country covers week. And now we are doing jam band covers. And I'm here with my husband, who um, not secretly at all loves jam bands. <laughs> and we're talking a little bit about jam bands. It is not something I know as much about as, say, your Janet's Jackson. <laughs> right? Or your Luscious's Jackson. Yep. Your Alan's Jackson. Right. But here we are, nonetheless. That was String Cheese Incident. Yep. It was a real kerfuffle. <laughs> and the song, Herbie Hancock, yep. right? Chameleon. Chameleon, yep. All, an all-instrumental jam from the uh, Herbie Hancock Headhunters album, which was- an Is elect- that the one with Rocket on it? Uh, no, that would have been later. Headhunters was in the 70s, and they really got into like Moog synthesizers and stuff. So, I mean, Herbie Hancock coming from, you know, a, a real jazz piano world. I mean, he's on records that sound like something your grandpa listened to, and then he's on Future Funk and all sorts of awesome stuff. So Herbie can get it. Mm-hmm. And String Cheese Incident by extension can get it. They, they ha- attempted to get it. They, they tried to put their finger on it. <laughs> so what do we got next on a uh, mixtape jam band covers list? We were alluding to them earlier. Fish. It's time for Fish. Might, might as well talk about them, huh? Trey Anastasio. Anastasio? You know, I'm going to say it's like Caribbean, Caribbean. <laughs> I, I think you can go either way. I'm Let's sure, call the whole thing off. I'm sure there's a right way to go, but I'm not putting my toe in that water. Okay. I'm just not going just, there. It's just Trey exactly. of fish fame. J- just call him Trey and you're going to be fine. So you love fish. I do. Tell me about uh, how you got into fish and which hippie friend it was. <laughs> I'd known that they existed forever. I mean, once again, iconic branding. You know, they, they've got a somewhat catchy name. They've got stickers. And so you're like, oh yeah, I've heard of them, but what's the deal? I'd heard a little bit of their music. I found it to be interesting. And you're like, well, God, I know all these people like it. So you almost challenge yourself to dig into it, right? right? So You you either challenge yourself to hate it without knowing what it is or... To steer right. into it. 50 like, million Elvis fans can't be right. wrong. I don't think it's necessarily an easy jump because, you know, the songs are long. A lot of them are weird. Uh, <laughs> there is this thread of prog. Sure. These really complicated rhythms and time signatures and constant exactly. changes that really challenge you as a listener in a way that I don't enjoy being challenged, right. but you do. Yeah, Fish did a lot of things. I mean, those guys all went to music school. They went to college. They have bachelor's degrees, master's degrees. They're insanely qualified musicians. <laughs> qualified music. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's worked out well for them. Oh. You know, I don't know what their student loan situation is, but I'm guessing they're okay. That's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the covers thing with, with a band like Fish, it's triumphant for the fan base. And the song that I, I'm going to play is Loving Cup, which is a Rolling Stones cover. It's just, to me, it's about the most jubilant that Fish sounds doing that song. I mean, they rock it pretty hard at the end. I mean, Fish rock it hard. Right. But people are just going to be losing their mind when that's going. And this is, is this a live version? Yes, or is this it is a live, a live version. version. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is Loving Cup. Mm-hmm. It's Fish on the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
thank you so much for being the best crowd in our favorite place to play. See y'all next time. 90.3 KRNU, welcome back to a jam band covers mixtape this week, part of our covers mega mix this summer. And this is week four of our mega mix. And man, last week we played Guar. And this week we're playing Galactic. There you go. What do we know about this band? Anything? Uh, yeah, they're from New Orleans. They kind of go a little more into the funk and soul. Collaborated with Macy Gray, Jurassic 5, and, and some other artists. So they, they're not just out in the parking lot with the hippies. I mean, they are, but... <laughs> But they also like to go downtown and, and see what's going on in the clubs, too. Sure. So, okay. So, yeah, right. they're a cool band. And they, you know, dig the metal. Let, let's cover some Sabbath. So. I like it. Jam band covers. You said this right off the top of the show, but jam bands love to do a cover. Mm -hmm. All of the friends that I have that like jam bands all have that sort of like, I don't know, thing about their personality. <laughs> that's just like they're just okay with it. They're just going to get yeah. on the roller coaster without seeing it. And I find that. That's so endearing. <laughs> Even if it's not part of my personality, I find it so endearing because it's just like fun. Yeah. Let's do it. And, and I think for me, that's about the only place in my life where I'm like that. <laughs> Because in most things, I'm very like, oh, I don't know. Is it going to be okay? Should sure. we check it out first? You're usually the danager. When it comes to, to music, I think there's a freedom there. And I think a lot of people are like that. Obviously, there's the stereotype of, you know, the, the folks that are just rolling show to show. And, but I'd say it's equal proportions. Folks who took a week off work and they're just going to follow the band. And then next Monday, they're back in the office. You know, that's just as common as anything else. What are we playing next? The Allman Brothers. Tell me about the... Almond Brothers as a jam band because usually yeah. I would place them as a southern rock outfit. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. You know, they, they obviously did a lot of extended solos. You know, a lot of their more popular songs, at least amongst their fan base, were instrumental, like seven, eight minute songs. Jessica is a very famous one uh, in memory of Elizabeth Reed. So they had that going for them. I mean, they were so talented that they did that. And yes, they are kind of one of the starters of, of the southern rock sound. I mean, you think of of Almond Brothers, Skinnerd. Almond Brothers did a lot more of the open jamming. I mean, they have songs that are probably, you picked it up at the 715 mark in the track, it, it would sound very comparable to what the Grateful Dead were doing at the time. You know, Dickie Betts, Dwayne Almond, that, that's really the era of Almond Brothers that, that I love the most. And they dug out of that blues scene. That's what this song is. One Way Out was a uh, originally by Sonny Boy Williamson. And so they do their take on it. Is the idea here that the people who know the Grateful Dead by A Touch of Grey mm -hmm. and the people who know the Allman Brothers by... I don't know. Ramblin' man, man. Thank you. Are really missing out on the part of the iceberg that's under the water. Oh, sure. I mean, I think those are all fantastic songs and decent representations of what those bands could do. But all those bands have such huge catalogs. I mean, it's insane the amount of music that those bands put out, what they've recorded, what they performed. Uh, we're doing One Way Out by Sonny Boy Williamson originally. Okay. It's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU.
Got me a pocket full of change 
90.3 KRNU, welcome back to the mixtape, the Almond Brothers into Government Mule, Government Mule, Dan, yeah. on the uh, Jam Band Covers mixtape this week, part of our Covers Mega Mix this summer. Why Government Mule? Well, Government Mule, uh, they're kind of part of the Almond Brothers family, so I figured, you know, nice transition right in there. Um, Warren Haynes, uh, lead guitar player for Government Mule, member of the Almond Brothers for many years, still plays with them, uh, re- replacing... Dwayne Allman. So he worked with the Allman Brothers, played with the Allman Brothers. At this point, much like the Grateful Dead has had all their different bands that have broken out and are all kind of that dead and company. The Allman Brothers have a family tree of bands that have spun off from there. Butch Trucks being part of that, Susan Tedeschi, all those kind of spiraling off of there. So so that's where you get Government Mule from. Just got paid originally by ZZ Top, inventors of... Texas. Exactly. <laughs> If you saw the ZZ Top documentary, heard them really make the case that no one had heard of the great state of Texas before ZZ Top. That's right. <laughs> Thanks, ZZ Top, for inventing I Texas. did it. Yeah, you did it, buds. Mm-hmm. So what do we have left on our jam band covers? How about a little baby? Oh, boy. Here we go. The Dave Matthews Band. That's right. They do a lot of covers. They do, yeah. Okay, so which Dave Matthews Band cover uh, did we're you We're doing choose? All Along the Watchtower. It's Jimi Hendrix classic. Yep. And Bob Dylan originally. <laughs> so it's a cover on a cover on yeah, a cover. Yeah, exactly. You've got layers going on this deal. <laughs> you can find it on any number of Dave Matthews recordings, actually. It, especially earlier in their career, it was a big kind of showstopper for them. Starts out very quiet, gets huge at the end. They really kind of pull out all the stops on it. Dave gets really growly. He's he's not a little baby on this oh, one. Oh, this he's, is not this that. This is like... This is don't a, drink the water. Yeah, this is angry, don't drink the water, Dave, <laughs> on this one. So... <laughs> You know, you get the whole range of emotions from the uh, Matthews band there. Who's your favorite member of the Dave Matthews band? I mean, Dave, for sure. Okay. But I'd say Carter second, but you got to shout out to Stefan Lassard, amazing bass player. You know, Boyd Tinsley was like a, uh, I mean, dude was like six foot four and ripped on the violin. But right. Then, I know yeah. there's like a Bowflex joke in here, right? You the used original a Bowflex. Bowflex. The original Bowflex. Exactly. Okay. He was. And, <laughs> you know, unfortunately, he's not with the band anymore from a Me Too moment. Oh. Uh, and the good. Dave Matthews band was like, we don't roll like that. And of course, uh, Leroy Moore, original saxophone player, passed away so that that's sad but now they have like two or three saxophone players so they had one saxophone player now they have like two or three on stage at a time so it takes that many people to replace Leroy Moore all right let's do it it's the mixtape on 90.3 KRNU Take my heart. 
90.3 KRNU rocking a mixtape of covers. This is Jam Band's covers, part of the mega mix of covers we're doing this summer. So it started out with 90s country covers, two weeks of metal I mm-hmm. couldn't resist. And then now we're at Jam Band's covers. And you've played a lot of interesting Jam Bands. I expected The Grateful Dead. Yes. I expected Fish. Sure. I expected widespread panic. Mm-hmm. I did not expect the talking heads. No, and I know that there's probably somebody out there shouting at their radio right now saying the talking heads are not a jam band. You're assuming someone's <laughs> listening to this. And I love that about you. Yeah, I'm real optimistic. Uh-huh. Why did I include the talking heads? That's correct. Many Why? people are asking. Mm-hmm. Well, because almost every jam band A covers the talking heads. Okay. They're actually hugely influential in the jam band world and you know even though most of the talking head songs were probably four to five minute uh signature they were so creative in what they did musically and so free in what they did musically that inspired so many bands fish in particular will talk openly about their adoration for david byrne and and the talking heads and what they were doing and i think you can actually hear that in a lot of fish's music so they're just hugely influential in the scene so i wanted to include them but also the song take me to the river was itself a cover of al green and i think it all just comes back around for this just giant appreciation of music like we want to write we want to perform but it's more about being a part And this is going to sound real hippy dippy here, but being a collective experience, right? Right. I think all these bands, more than anything, speak to that idea that music should be fun. You know, aren't going to get hung up on what our sound is supposed to be. I was going to say, it seems like you're trying to make the case that being a jam band is a lot less about the genre and less about the sound and more just about kind of an ethos of just freedom. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, It's good tunes. It's good times. Good tunes, good times on the Jam Band Covers mixtape. <laughs> we'll have a new mixtape next week, another covers selection for you. Until then, thanks for checking it out. Interrupting all programs. This is Radio Clash on Fire.